Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. We have, without any question, an outstanding show for you. This afternoon, the middle of the day, depending upon where you're listening to us, thank you so much for making us part of your day. I, I should point out, I, I don't normally do this, but I looked on Facebook. John, today is the 17th anniversary of when I was officially hired and started at uh, the other network. 17 years ago, I started doing national radio full time. 17. So, um, happy anniversary to me and to any of you who have listened to me now, my third network. If it's your first day listening, if it's your last day listening, thanks. Because uh, your ears 
your ears have helped um, helped uh, raise my family so far. So I, I appreciate it. There's a <laughs> there's a song which I I find to be uh, a perfect song for what I want to get into in regards to last night's game or one of last night's games. Ariana Grande has a song called The Best Mistake, right? The Best Mistake. The Best Mistake I've Ever Made. And you know who the best mistake that the... um, <clears throat> Excuse me. The best mistake that the New York Giants ever made was? That would be Saquon Barkley. You're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. The 2018 draft, Saquon Barkley went number two overall. And he is a tremendous football player. And in comparison, even to the players selected before him, Baker Mayfield, he's kept his name out of the headlines. He's produced. He hasn't pouted. He's simply done his job. Last night, Saquon Barkley rushed for six yards on 15 carries. From a pro football focus, Saquon Barkley averaged a negative 0.7 yards before contact per, att- per attempt last night. In other words, Saquon on average was hit one yard behind the line of scrimmage every time they handed the football off. Now, if we look back, the New York Giants could have taken Sam Darnold, who I think, despite the fact that he didn't play well in week one and has been up and down during his three-year career, I still, I'm not hopping off the Sam Darnold bandwagon. I just don't think he's been, tell me who he's going to throw to. They finally got him a left tackle, but he has no, nobody to throw to. And it's been a disaster. Le'Veon Bell tweaks a hamstring, doesn't get along with the coach. They got all kinds of issues. It could have been Sam Darnold. It could have been Josh Allen. It could have been Josh Rosen, who's currently in the, uh, in the um, witness protection program known as the practice team. Uh, on the practice squad for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It could have been Lamar Jackson. The point is that Saquon Barkley, who's a damn good running back and a damn good dude and, and offers up no true flaws as a person by my estimation. This is not Saquon sucks. And that's why he had 15 yards, uh, six yards on 15 carries that that ain't it. Okay, both of these things can be true. Saquon Barkley can be a hell of a running back, and they made a mistake. The best mistake they ever made. They made a mistake by drafting him. Because, help me out if you think of this, could have taken a quarterback, started the rebuild process early. You could always get a running back later on in the draft. Don't believe me, Nick Chubb went in the second round of that draft. Carry on Johnson, I know he's had some injuries uh, with the Detroit Lions available later on in that draft. Darius Jice, obviously, he had injuries and he has off-the-field issues. Like, you keep looking back and running backs were available later. Naeem Hines, who had two touchdowns for the, the Colts and is a change of pace back. He went in the fourth round. Running backs are always available. But the bigger issue is this. I can already predict what's going to happen in the future. And this doesn't mean that Danny Dimes isn't a good quarterback. 
But because they, in their process of rebuilding the New York Giants, chose to go running back at number two overall instead of quarterback, they started the clock on Saquon Barkley, meaning they're going to have to pay him early and overpay to keep him. They're not going to let him walk out the door because what was the point of drafting him second overall? You're going to have to overpay a running back in his second contract, which is a classic mistake teams have made time and again. Meanwhile, you're still stuck. You're still stuck in mediocrity. They're not close to being good. They're, and we'll do this list a little bit later on, in the conversation of the five worst teams in the National Football League. And if you look back to that fateful year, 2018, do you know what every, why, why people said they should draft a quarterback? Do you remember why? Anyone? Bueller. Bueller. You know what I heard? Well, you know, the Giants never draft in the top five. They just don't. So, you know, you got to make the right pick. It's a well-run organization. They they never, never, uh-uh, doesn't happen. They don't draft in the top five. And you know what? People were right. People were really, really right. Do you know why? Well, that's because the next year, Daniel Jones went sixth, not top five. And they may finish sixth. They may finish seventh. The point is that there just is not the amount of talent there. right? And I don't know whether or not they could have done business with the New York Jets who traded up to three, but they at least should have engaged with teams that wanted to trade up. You could have traded down. You could have drafted Darnold. You could have done a lot of things. Instead, you drafted a hell of a running back. Way too high. And what is the return on investment? Congratulations, you have a running back. That's like what what I've often said about dudes who drive a hoopty and put on sweet rims. Great, you got nice rims. Here's the only problem. You still drive a hoopty. Your car still breaks down every third week. Your car still has smoke in it. You still have one of those um, uh, where you got to take the faceplate off for your radio, right? You still got a six-disc in-dash changer. Like, bro, you still got a hoopty. You just have nice rims. You still have a hoopty if you're the Giants. You just got a nice running back. Dave Gettleman got caught in in a, in a foregone era. You know, he looked at his big board and said, I know better. We can run the football. We can hide our aging quarterback. Sure, we might be slightly overdrafting him, but he's the best damn running back in the league. He can play on three three downs. He never gets hurt. He's tough. He's durable. He's yada, yada, yada. But you know what they're not? They're not a better football team. And now he gets hit, on average, one yard behind the line of scrimmage. That's what happened yesterday. And it's not because he's not good. No one's sitting here telling you that Saquon Barkley sucks. That That is not what this is about. I'm not even saying Daniel Jones sucks. I think he's got a chance. I mean, look, one of the reasons he's able to be competent as a quarterback is because they're trying to hit Saquon Barkley one yard behind the line of scrimmage. They can load up in the box and dare him to beat him. And limited instances he can, sometimes he cannot. But the bigger point is this, and this is really, really important. Just because he's a great guy, just because he's good at what he does, just because his position is one that scores touchdowns and you need to win big, in the process of rebuilding an offense. It's like, 
eighth or ninth in terms of importance. Maybe even that. How about this stat? The Giants have the worst record in the NFL over the last three seasons, and that continued with another loss last night. They've won 12 games in three years. And it doesn't look to be getting any better. And oh yeah, by the way, during those three years, let's also remember that the Eagles were ravaged by injuries last year. The Redskins have been completely dysfunctional. And even the Dallas Cowboys, who've had a couple of good years last year, were a 500 team. And uh, two years before, they tanked when Ezekiel Elliott got suspended. It's not like they've been going uh, against, um, you know, some baton death march of great team after great team after great team. The NFC East, frankly, has been down. Yeah, yes, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but the last couple years have not been good. Yes, the Cowboys won 13 games, but they haven't put back-to-back 10-win seasons together. And this, and the Washington football team went through coaching change, regime change. They, they've gone through quarterback after quarterback after quarterback because of injuries. When you factor all that in, it's embarrassing how the Giants selected the right guy, but way too high in the draft. It's the best mistake they've ever made. Coming up next, um, I figured out who the Titans are. Uh, the Titans, weird game last night. Stephen Guskowski, who Steve Levy, who's calling his first game Monday Night Football, introduced as a future Hall of Famer. Uh, that one fell way too off the tongue way too quickly. Like, I'm not, I love Leaves. He's a good friend of mine. He too has twins. He has a twin daughter named Harper, which he actually liked my daughter's name, Harper, so much that he named his daughter Harper. He's like, that's a great name. We don't live by each other anymore. Do you, uh, would, you, would it kill you if I named daughter? I was like, no, it's a great name. Go for it. Anyway, I, I, I think it was a mistake to call him future Hall of Famer, not because of what happened last night, but what happened last night was almost comical. Almost, unless, of course, you had money in the Titans. But I, I figured out who they are, and I wonder if they know who they are. That's upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Really excited for tonight's NBA game. Celtics uh, take on the Heat, but that's just the JV leading up to Game 7, Nuggets Clippers. I think um, the, the, the Clippers are better than the Nuggets. Now, the, the series is tied at three, but it's been two straight massive comebacks. Massive comebacks by the Nuggets, one which led to a blowout by the Nuggets. But I I don't think anybody would disagree that all of the pressure is on the Clippers tonight. I mean, all of it. And it's a franchise, obviously, never been past the second round, even though they have Kawhi Leonard. It's not like Paul George has this history of winning big playoff games. Like, tell me the guy outside of Kawhi Leonard where you're like, oh, that guy's won big playoff games. They don't exist. They don't exist. And the Nuggets literally have nothing to lose. So I am, I cannot wait. Can not wait. Uh, Let's get to this though first. (laughs) Did you see my tweet last night in regards to Ryan Tannehill? I said, same Tannehill, bigger contract. Now, I can defend Ryan Tannehill and say, look, Steven Guskowski misses three field goals and an extra point. That's leaving 10 points on the field, right? And that would be fair, accurate, right? It's it's not mean to say that they should have won by a touchdown. Instead, they got to hold on for dear life and thank uh, Fangio for not calling a timeout, not giving his offense any chance to move down the field and put themselves in field goal range in altitude where all you got to do is get like on the other side of the 50 and you got a chance. And you got Brandon McManus who it kicks well in altitude. Like the whole thing was just dumb. But like... This is the same team that snuck into the playoffs last year. There's a reason Ryan Tannehill was released by the Dolphins. There's a reason that he was the backup for as long as he was the backup. He came in and had a heater, right? They just ran Derrick Henry to death. 
shortened the game, played to their defense, occasionally got a, made a play. And, and look, I will defend Ryan Tannehill because uh, before the last second field goal, with, the tw- with 20 seconds to go, he did throw what appeared to be a perfect touchdown pass, which was dropped right through the, right through the hands of his best wide receiver. It went right through his hands. But there's a reason that they had to settle for 40-yard field goals. That's who he is. And what'd they do? They just doubled down on it. And they did the same thing with Derrick Henry. Here we are in a league where uh, running backs who all they do is run the football downhill are a nice piece, but not a go-to piece. We paid Derrick Henry. They paid Ryan Tannehill. And shocker, they're the exact same team they were last year. I mean... The idea that Derrick Henry rushing for 160, 170 yards a game is sustainable is you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. And Ryan Tannehill has had one statistically good year with the Dolphins through for 4,000 yards. And last year he finally got to the playoffs. And, you know, yeah, they beat the Patriots. That's the worst Patriots team in the 20-year run of the Patriots dynasty. I mean, th- other than maybe, obviously, the Matt Castle year. But even that team was really talented, gone undefeated. They just, they had a backup quarterback as their starting quarterback, so they only won 10 games. But I want you to think about this, okay? In the AFC last year, outside of the Ravens, outside of the Ravens and the Chiefs, who was really good? I- I'm waiting. You know? Chargers weren't good. The Colts had their Hall of Fame caliber quarterback retire during the during the uh, the, the last preseason game. All right, the Texans had talent, but the Texans are a mishmash, right? We've seen. All right, it's like if you do the if they were the they were the what fifth best team in the AFC, like there was such a massive drop off after the top three teams if you keep Houston in there and then you put New England in there just because they have Brady and Belichick and they can coach their way to, te- to to 12 wins and the reason they had 12 wins the Jets were awful the Dolphins were tanking hell the Bills made the playoffs again the Bills didn't make the playoffs because they were good they made the playoffs because they were competent most of the teams in the AFC were incompetent the Browns the Bengals I mean look at that the Jags so I it could not yet last year was a perfect storm, perfect storm. And they're like, you know what? Let's run that back. Let's do that again. Do you know how hard it is to win that way? Oh yeah. Not only will they run it back, but, but let's overpay guys. Nobody was coming in to pay Ryan Tannehill. Nobody's going like, man, I got to have Ryan Tannehill come in and hand the ball off 30 times a game. That's what I got to have on my team. Everybody's got guys like that. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. And 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 we've seen all this stuff with running backs and the ones who are valuable are still overpaid and even they aren't living up to it. But those are guys that catch it out of the backfield. Those are guys that are good in pass protection. You could line up as a wide receiver, right? He, he's just old school handling the football. And I, I can't tell you how many people are like, man, he looks slow. Like, no, if he can't move sideways. He was incredible for seven games. Dude's falling off him. But how many times have we seen a running back who takes that sort of pounding and, you know, unless the line play is great, 
unless the other team is incompetent. We just talked about this with Saquon Barkley, and they did what the Giants are, without any question, going to do, overpay to keep them. So I know who the Titans are. They're the exact same thing they were last year. Nine and seven, just overpaid. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Isaac. Let's turn to Chris Sims, who, of course, uh, works for NBC Sports, and he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let, let's let's start with Ben Roethlisberger coming off of the type of surgery we've never seen a Hall of Fame quarterback or any quarterback that I know go through. Basically, like baseball players, Tommy John type surgery. How'd you think he looked, Chris? I, I thought he looked really good. You know, early on, you, you know, you saw it. It was a little off target. I think he was getting used to the chaos and the mosh pit of the pocket again around his feet and all of that, which even for a guy like Big Ben Roethlisberger, who's going to the Hall of Fame, it takes some time for him to get used to that. But once he settled into the game, uh, and then you really, once you saw that two-minute drive there at the end of the first half, you went, okay, here go the Steelers. He's got feel for the speed of the game again and everything like that. And then just from the pure throwing standpoint, Doug, his arm is top-notch. I know people in Pittsburgh, they've been telling me it looks as good as ever before, and I think you can believe that. You saw the way he threw the deep ball last night. He is an incredible deep ball thrower, one of the best in the history of football. Uh, but overall, uh, I thought it was a, a pretty damn good start by him and the Pittsburgh Steelers. How far away are the Giants? Um, they're, yeah, I mean, you know, two years away at least, you know, at somewhere in that range. I think next year they probably get to the playoff competition, like we're fighting for a six or a seven seed whether they get in in the next year like that, and then the year after that. But, yes, you see it right now. They're raw. They're totally outclassed by a better Pittsburgh team. I mean, Pittsburgh kind of stumbled all over themselves at first, fumbled the punt return on the one-yard line, still held it to a field goal. Uh, But there's things to be excited with the New York Giants. You know, I think you sitting there watching, I know you, you know sports. Daniel Jones has got talent. There's something to like about that. We know what Saquon is. Darius Slayton's intriguing on that side. So they have some key parts. They don't have enough difference makers on the defensive side of the ball, and then they have an offensive line that it's a work in progress. And those are the two things that I think will hinder them throughout the year. Yeah, I can make the case. Look, I, I love Saquon Barkley. I have nothing negative to say about Saquon Barkley, but when you go number two overall, and look, they could have started yeah. the quarterback thing earlier and, and gotten Darnold, or they could have traded that pick. I mean, like, look, the... That pick, the the Darnold pick, was a trade where they they could have gotten a Pirates ransom for, ransom form, which could have rebuilt that offensive line or the defensive side of the football um, uh, earlier. Right now, sure. they're they're not they they got these luxury items. They great they yeah. got great luxury items, but they don't have offensive and defensive lines and defensive difference makers, so it doesn't matter. Is it then a mistake to have drafted Saquon that high? Well, I do think like your your point's very real, and yes, Saquon is he's not Derrick Henry, right? You know, Derrick Henry's the type of runner where you go, oh man, there's no hole. Derrick Henry, he'll just put his head down, his shoulders down, he'll drive the pile for three yards, even when there's no hole. That is not Saquon's Barkley game. The game it never has been. He's a space runner. So if I was going to say, yeah, the one issue I would have with the Giants is they haven't necessarily formulated a system and an offense around him that fits his skill set. Yeah, you know, quite honestly, Saquon Barkley would be best with a Sean McVay 
or with a with a Sean Payton, those type of guys, right, that know how to throw to the ball the back out of the backfield, that type of thing. But Pat Shermer's a little different that way. Jason Garrett, I do think, has that part in his offense. And we saw some of the screens last night, and I think he'll continue to implement him. And they'll just they gotta find more ways to create space for him. He is not gonna be a put your head down between the tackles sledgehammer that's going to have 30 carries for 100 yards in a given game. No, he's not. You want to get him 20, 25 carries, maybe 18, with a number of catches to go along with it, and you hope that, yeah, okay, he might run for two, run for three, but we give him enough touches, he's going to rip off a 60-yarder. He's going to rip off a 40-yarder. He's he's Barry Sanders that way. And, um, yeah, they have a long way to go to help Saquon Barkley because he had no chance last night. I don't care if we put the incredible Hulk back there. He wasn't going to rush for more than 10 yards against that Steelers defense with that blocking. Chris Sims joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I guess same question in regards to Tennessee. They feel like the exact same thing they were last year, only now slightly overpaid because they chose to re-up Ryan Tannehill, who's fine, and they chose to re-up Derrick Henry. And I, I don't, the Derrick Henry thing, just the smash mouth deal, doesn't feel sustainable from what they did last year. I mean, just, I mean, he's just a battering ram. And then yep. the Ryan Tannehill, like he, he it wasn't like he was a big hot name on the market. Just feels like they decided let's run it back, only pay everybody more to do the same thing. I think so. Well, I think they found the right pieces to sit there and go. I think we can win this way, and I got no problem with that. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was phenomenal last year, and I would sit here and I would argue pretty hard to tell you if they had switched to Ryan Tannehill earlier in the year, they probably wouldn't have been nine and seven. They probably would have been ten and six, eleven and five. Who knows where that might be. But I think with Tannehill, Tannehill is finally an offense that understands how to use him and really, you know, uh, express the, the, the good parts of his football game. And, yeah, they're a little bit of a one-trick pony. I mean, I think that's the thing that worries me about the Tennessee Titans is if you lose Derrick Henry, are you really going to be able to play that style of football? So they're putting a lot on their style and their how they want to win games on one guy. But I think for what they got and if they stay healthy, they look the part. That's the one thing. When they took the field last night, man, they got a good-looking O-line, a good-looking defensive line. You could see Corey Davis and A.J. Brown uh, with, with Jonu Smith. They have a chance to be something pretty good at receiver. And, again, you know, you watched Tannehill last night. He's on the money more times than not when throwing the football. I think he's a lot more talented than we ever gave him credit for in Miami. You know, again, I challenge people out there to go – Tell me who the hell was playing with Jarvis, I mean, other than Jarvis Landry, who was playing with Ryan and Hale, Tannehill down there in Miami, to make you think that that offense or he was supposed to be successful or that team was supposed to go to the playoffs. I think it's always been a little bit better than everybody's realized. I think he's in a good spot. The team likes him. It's a good system fit. And watch out for the Tennessee Titans. Chris Sims joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What, what's Explain to me why the Dallas Cowboys offense lacks – explosive plays that is a good question and i haven't watched that film yet that's i'm gonna hit that tomorrow okay but there's no really no excuse i mean i think their offense became a little stagnant a little bit altogether there in the second half at at some point you know the big thing to me is i just uh, what is what is the dallas cowboy offense i don't know what it is yet you know with good offenses you can say hey they do this really awesome or at an elite level and 
when when you do something at an elite level, it forces the defensive hand to overplay to stop that elite part of your offense, which opens up everything else. To me right now, there's no mantra, there's no identity. I think they're still trying to figure that out. But they need to figure it out because, yeah, a lot of playmakers on paper that aren't touching the football. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys with those weapons and that offensive line, you got to get them all. Well, what's the point of having CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and Ezekiel Elliott if you can't get them all touches and get them the ball? I think they got to stop just lining up in formations and going, oh, we're the Dallas Cowboys and we're just going to overpower you because we're more talented than you. Okay, yeah, do that. And you'll go 8-8 eight and eight, just like you always do. They need to find something that gives their team and their players a schematical advantage. The Chiefs have phenomenal football players, right? Well, they're made even better because their coach is creative and aggressive, and we know what they want to do on that side of the ball. As far as Andy Reid, his trickery, the motions, the speed sweeps, all that. Dallas Cowboys, your talent really is, you, you could argue, it's, it's up there with Kansas City on the offensive side of the ball. Can I get some motion, some speed sweeps, toss the ball to Amari Cooper, you know, give the ball to C.D. Lamb. I just think there's got to be more movement, more creativity, more motions from that offense, especially with all that talent, or they're doing it an injustice. Chris Sims joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I said yesterday that um, I, I, I didn't see the drop-off that others saw in Aaron Rodgers, and I realized that the Minnesota Vikings are a far cry from the Minnesota Vikings defense of, of last year. Yeah. But, man, it, it was undeniable how good he looked. Is it the wide receivers have improved? Is it he gets the system better? Is it he's healthier and he's sharper and he's motivated by the Jordan Love pick? What's your read on why the Green Bay Packers were so explosive offensively? I think it's all of what you said. I don't think there's any doubt that some of what you, know, you said in each area there has played into this. I think the first thing that I know with Green Bay, they were not happy – with the amount of explosive plays they created last year. And that's 20-plus yard plays, right? Other than turnovers, explosive plays are the number one stat after turnovers that dictates who wins and loses football games. And, you know, with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I think there's more of a, uh, more of, you know, just, uh, what do I want to say, stubbornness or more of a want to to throw the ball down the field by Matt LaFleur, by Rodgers, I think a guy like Valdez Scanling, who apparently has had a very good camp, if you read anything that's gone up there, he's gained the trust of Rodgers, and you can see he can go. He can stretch out a defense. Um, so I think it's a little bit of all that, let alone the one thing that jumped out to me about Aaron Rodgers. We know he's got a chip on his shoulders, and he wants to shove it where the sun doesn't shine to some of those Green Bay people for drafting Jordan Love. Here's what jumped out to me, though, Doug, and I, I, you know, I challenge anyone there to go back and look. He looked like he was more muscular and thicker this year. Last year, he got into this Tom Brady, I'm going to get yoga, and I'm going to get thin and be flexible. Well, he couldn't fill out his pants if you go watch, the, watch him in a uniform and look at last year. I mean, literally, there was wrinkles on his butt. But he's not Tom Brady. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. I wish I would have said, like, hey, man, you're not Tom Brady. Tom Brady can be long and loose and do yoga. You need to run around and right. make stuff happen and throw 40-yard lasers. You need your explosiveness. I thought that jumped out to me as soon as I saw it, and I thought he looked faster, and I did think his arm, is, even though it's one of the greatest ever, still had more pop in it than what we saw last year, too. Um, is Baker Mayfield fixable? He is, but I'm concerned. I can't lie. 
You know, the one thing that I come away with right now more than anything, first off, hey, Kevin Stefanski, that offense, I've always questioned that. You know, just what, what, what was like lighting us all on fire that we went, oh, man, Minnesota, that's an amazing offense. I need to see more of that around football. So, you know, one, I'd like to see more creativity that way. And, yes, Baker Mayfield, it's just too all over the place right now, and I don't know what to say. You know, I think the thing that concerns me, Doug, going forward here with him is, what is the part of his game that's elite? You know, out of that draft class, I know what Lamar Jackson's elite at. I know what Josh Allen's elite at. Even Sam Darnold, I know he's a really elite intermediate thrower, and he can move around the pocket and make any throw from like 5 to 20 yards, and he puts it on the bullseye every time. Baker Mayfield, yeah, I see splashes of good here and there and go, ooh, wow but I don't never see anything consistently elite about his game. And I think that's what's concerning me more and more, let alone, you know, sloppy mechanics and a stupid interception on the first drive of the football game. So, yeah, this is a big year for him, and uh, I'm certainly going to have my eye on his play and what he does there in that Cleveland offense. I know that behind the scenes, Bill Belichick uh, called out Tom Brady, but that was behind the scenes. How do yeah. you think? Uh, how, how do you think Tom Brady handles – what Bruce Arians said about him yesterday. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll take it on the chin, I think, a little bit here and try to be the good quarterback and good teammate and all that. But I, I do think that if Bruce Arians continues to be that aggressive in calling out Tom Brady, that at some point Tom Brady's going to have to maybe say something to him or, or talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, again, Tom Brady, he's used to pe- people, like you said, being honest with him, evaluating him, not telling him how he's great he is. New England doesn't do that to anybody, but Belichick never called him out that way. And, of course, hey, they're a work in progress. Let's be, let's be realistic. He's 43, and he's no longer one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football. Everybody has to get that through their brain. I know he might be the greatest quarterback of all time, but he is not capable of carrying a team anymore. He still has a good arm, but I think even with Arian's comments about I think he'll show more grit and determination I thought that was a little under the radar shot because when I watch the film I'll say the same thing I said to you last year there's a few throws in the game where I go people are open downfield but he's already thrown the ball and gotten rid of it because he doesn't want to hang in the pocket and that will continue to be the thing to watch with Brady and if Bruce Arians gets frustrated with that and also let's be realistic we've all done a disrespect to the football gods who just think that a bunch of names on paper are going to come out and click in week one against a team like New Orleans Saints who have been together for four or five years. So they are a work in progress. I do think Brady will get better, but I do think the expectations there are very, very high for what people are expecting out of him and that offense. Chris, great stuff, man. Look forward to catching up in person. Can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and sharing your vast football knowledge. Say hi to Pops, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, you're the man, Doug. I'll talk to you next week. All right, that's Chris Sims. From NBC, former NFL quarterback, and of course, uh, son of Phil Sims, Super Bowl champion quarterback, who works for CBS. Great family, good dude, ton of football knowledge. Is the Big Ten back or not? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. I think Doug. Doug. What do you got? We start with the infamous hot mic. What are... The chances. What are the chances? Why do you have your mask on? <laughs> I don't have my mask on. How could you possibly think that? You can't even see into my studio. I can tell by the muffled sound of your voice. I am not wearing a mask. There you go. Dare there, you. There's no mask now. I, I, you're clearly delusional. All right. What are the chances? Like, I'm just these people. Like, I, look, I respect. I wear a mask wherever I go. But if you're in a studio by yourself, you don't need a mask. And I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about people on TV as well. But go ahead. Nebraska President Ted Carter caught on a hot mic talking about the return of Nebraska football and the Big Ten today, later clarifying, saying, all I said is there's work going on. and we not remain- what he said. Sorry, go ahead. We remain cautiously optimistic. What are the chances we get a Big Ten season sometime in the month of October? Mm, 95%. I like the sound of that. 
I mean, basically, it's done. It's everybody's saying it's going to happen, and so it's going to happen. Oh, from your lips to the president and the chancellor's ears. After getting his first victory as a Patriot, Cam Newton said about running the ball 15 times, I just feel like that's how my running style has kind of morphed over the years. People always see the running amount, but at the same time, the toll on the runner is not always the same as a running back, so to speak. So, Doug, what are the chances Cam Newton makes it through the entire regular season healthy and starts all 16 games? Mm, 20%. I mean, he's taking more hits than anybody during his time in the National Football League. Yep. Paging, so. paging Dr. Steedham. Paging Dr. Steedham. All right, let's talk about another quarterback then. An incredible four-touchdown performance from Russell Wilson against the Falcons. He completed over 80% of his passes through for 322. What are the chances this is the year that a Russell Wilson finally wins MVP? Uh, I'm going to say 65%. I'm a big. I'm. I'm. I've. I've been a proponent of him winning the MVP in the past. I will be this year, but you know, you run the risk of an Aaron Rodgers or somebody else having a great year as well. All right, on to the NBA. What are the chances that the Clippers get eliminated from the playoffs tonight by the Nuggets? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go 55%. Hmm. All right. 55-45. You like that going into a game seven. Mm-hmm. And finally, what are the chances that Tiger Woods makes the cut this weekend at the U.S. Open at winged foot? 90% chance he makes the cut. 95% chance he makes the cut. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hmm, I love this. What are the chances? Love that. Love that. Um, all right. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. I watched the Giants last night, and they weren't good. They weren't good. I thought Joe Judge, by punting at the Pittsburgh Steelers' 40-yard line, like that first year, you can kind of let your um, <clears throat> lower intestines hang a little bit and try some things. People go like, oh, that Joe Judge, man, he's a risk taker, risk taker. But he was so conservative there. I was like, yikes, yikes. Uh, speaking of Giants, there was a tweet by a famous radio host who um, who wondered aloud or maybe used some sources within the NFL to wonder aloud whether or not the Browns are going to make a huge move. New Year, same story, Odell Beckham Jr. We'll share with you next. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.